Mortis. I'm your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. You stand your evil. <laughs> Feel better now? Yes. That's good. And I'm the gamer in yellow. Right. And I can keep my puke inside. Oh. <laughs> You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. And this and we're here to discuss yeah. And we're here to discuss those internet stories. Most creepy and most pasta and most gross. And be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have, by special demand, the Pancake Family. Special demand. Um, yeah, so this was uh, suggested to us by uh, Charcoal Man. Uh, or tr- Charcoal Man? Yeah, Charcoal Man. Charcoal Man. Charcoal Man. Mm-hmm. Say, say fast enough, it'll be like just like Charcoal Yeah, like John Charcoal Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're doing the Pancake Family, which is by Double uh, A Peterson, like A.A. Peterson. Um, it's on Red No Sleep, or it's start off there, and then um, you can also check it out at CreepPost.Wiki. Uh, I guess we'll just dive right into the rundown. So, Did you look into the original story? I couldn't. Um, I actually had an issue with my, uh, with my uh, access to Reddit, um, because I need to actually log into Reddit to, watch, to view this, this content. Oh. So, and I need to make a Reddit account. Oh, I <laughs> and, I, and my computer was being really laggy that day. Well, you you are using a Mac, so it's understandable. I am, yeah. But, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, I only, I only got to experience it through the Creepypasta wiki. Me as um, well. Was there any, oh, so, did you not check it out through Reddit? I tried the link, it didn't work. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, back to the rundown. Um, we are reading a transcribed statement of a retired detective, Hobson Milgate. Uh, 20 years ago, he was in charge of a missing family case where the, Drisky, the Driscolls... It's not Drisking. We're, we're, I'll get to that. We're not in Drisking anymore. I'll get to that. <laughs> where the Driscolls were abducted from their home and never found. The suspect used stolen CO2 gas canisters uh, to kind of like gas the family they suspected and like move them out of the house, except for the... One daughter who, like, obviously woke up during the the thing and had there was a scuffle, mm-hmm. but outside of that and like even the gas canister like stuff like n- none of their leads panned out like the cops the, the cops were pursuing and like continued that way for about twenty years. <clears throat> Cut to twenty years later, uh, in the present, and Hobbs gets yet another um, lead that may or may not be a hoax because he was getting he's been getting a ton of them over the years regarding the Driscolls. So yeah, we cut to the present, 20 years later, uh, and Hobbs, or sorry, Hobb gets uh, yet another lead that may or may not be a hoax. Uh, he's not in charge of the cold case anymore, but wanting to help out his fellow man, the guy who is in charge of it, uh, decides to follow up on... Is someone still investigating it? Yeah, well, there's somebody still in charge of it, Yeah, but it's not necessarily being... But the kids, they keep yeah. getting, like... Hoax like potential. If something comes are, in, it goes to someone, but they're not actively looking for. Them yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and because this is kind of a personal thing for him or for Hob, um, he he decides to give the guy a hand and just do the paperwork and like make sure it's not a hoax or not, or it's a hoax or not. 
Because the other guy doesn't have a name, I'm naming him Calvin. Cool. So it's Calvin Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. Calvin's and Hobbs. There you go. Because Hobbs just does... Yeah. Anyway. Um, the S from yeah. Hobbs goes on to Calvin. Exactly. It's fine. Just yeah. go. <laughs> um, so he meets a reporter, Miss Bammer. Miss Miss Bomber? Miss Bamer? Uh, um, it's, it, I, ha- I have the name, I just don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I think it's Miss Bammer. Um, who has a confession slash address to go find the Driscolls. Like, who done it, kind of stuff like that. Uh, although, we don't really get a name of who did it, just there's a confession letter kind of thing. Um, and seeing this as a potential not hoax, uh, they agree to go to the address the next day, which is... Um, Oh, yeah, and the address itself is actually really old. Like, uh, Miss Bomber had to use city documents rather than use, like, modern techniques to actually find the address because it hasn't been used in decades. As an aside, I really thought it was Barner, B-A-R-N-E-R, because the R and... That's fair. R and together, close together, looks like an M. I hate the English language. Move on. <laughs> I'm just going to learn it's, like, Japanese or something from now on. That's fair. Just pick another um, language. When they arrive, uh, it is an old factory ruin... However, uh, it is padlocked, and some work has been done to it, uh, at least to like the interior. Like there's hints of it, and there's also a hint of a of corpse rot or like a really weird, sm- like rancid smell. Um, they break in and discover specialized cells with hydraulic compressors over medical beds with IV drips, but no people. Like they're on either side of the warehouse, and there's like a hall in the middle. Yeah, and they don't connect to each other, but they just connect to the hall. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And that's when they hear a gasp sound coming from, like, a basement. Or from, like, stairs that go down to a basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been dug out of, like, under, from underneath this, like, factory. Uh, they, uh, down, the, the, uh, yeah, down the basement, uh, Hob finds the Driscolls. Who have been slowly and meticulously and medically squished to four inches in thickness each. Was inch- there an actual There measurement? was, yes. Uh, it was two. the The pile itself is about two feet, but they said, which but that makes no sense because it's four inches. Each of them is four inches, and there's like five of them. <laughs> um. Well, no, it says four inches was like the lowest. So, like maybe like because I remember like they're saying that the head wasn't like a yeah. full like the full like that was was thicker than the the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um. So yeah, they find um a pile of Driscolls, all flattened down meticulously. Um, and like this was all done to ensure that they survived this process. Um, and they are like, they have like tubes and stuff like that to make sure they, uh, like are breathing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, because their lungs can't really expand anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like medically they, their bodies have adapted to being pressed down over 20 years by those presses upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 it's Cronenberg esque in terms of its body horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they were stacked with pancakes, given respiratory aid, and just left there in a pile, seemingly for when Hob would show up. Uh, in a panic, Hob fiddles with, an air, with the air machine and startles the pile. <laughs> the top one screams and begs for death. I don't know why I was laughing at that. That was kind of morbid. but um, It's the kind of laugh to be like, <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be crying if I was laughing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they appear to be surgically scarred and blind and don't realize that their family is also there, uh, thinking that they are somewhere safe and trying to find them. Uh, while Hobbs tries to calm them down, Miss Balmer shows up and freaks out 
and lets it slip that they are all there, in fact, uh, causing a cacophony of hopelessness and misery for them. Um, Hobbes does the only humane thing and kills them, shooting all of his rounds uh, to make sure none of them linger in life and suffering. Uh, the two then flee upstairs and call for backup. And that's about the, when the statement is finishing up. Hob, who has been having a hard emotional time dealing with the recollections, understandably, uh, is getting a sedative and asks about Miss Bomber, who uh, seemed to have it worse, or like seemed to just be like kind of like fully dissociated from the whole thing. Um, and then we discover that she gave false information, like her, that's not her real name, that's not her real. She doesn't actually work at the, at the paper she said she worked at, and then she just vanishes. So, possible tie to the torturer? The end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the Pancake Family. On to... Everyone tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions! You did it! Yeah! <laughs> Damn! Um, going on to this quote here. It drew my attention further on. I had to act. That's all that, all that matters. This has been the most notable grammar issue of the story. This is like near like the end of like the pages, like near the file, like near like the final like section of the paper of the story. And I, this whole story is a transcript of dialogue, technically. But nitpick, fuck it, I'm gonna nitpick. It should be that matters, not the matters. Um, just it. And then another one is until they've been flattened, like well, like pancakes. Or, sorry, until they've been flatted, like, well, like pancakes. It's supposed to be flattened. Flatted actually isn't a word. Mm, fair. Yeah. Also, my... before we continue, oh, yeah. I, I looked, trying to find that, like, four-inch thick thing you're yeah. talking about. The closest I could find is they were squished a quarter of an inch every year for 20 years. I did all the math. It comes out to about two and a half feet thick okay. for all six of them. So okay. it is pretty accurate. Yeah. And that's it. All estimation stuff. Gotcha. Cool. All right. And that's my grammar positions. So, Mikey, what do you got? <clears throat> Nothing, because it's dialogue. <laughs> well, I know. The, the only issue that I found is the following sentence. Since she contacted me, I figured I'd check it out for him as a courtesy. And yes. he'd only mentioned her two paragraphs ago. Mm-hmm. So... The idea of, like, who she is is gone from your mind, because three paragraphs from that point. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he just didn't want to assume gender on this No, 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 the the him in that is his, is the guy that's covering the cold case. I understand that. I'm making the funny. Okay, sorry. I, yeah. Saying that, like, this person that's giving me, in, like, information refers to her as her, and then immediately he, because he doesn't want to assume gender. Yeah. A half funny joke. Move on. Well, <laughs> easily fixed by like since the reporter contacted me. Yeah. Or give the other guy a name. Yeah, actually, give the other guy a name. The other guy does have a name. Warren Carroll. Oh. <laughs> well then. It's good. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you clapped yeah. like an asshole. For uh, I handed the investigation over to Detective Warren Carroll when I retired. Okay. Never yep. mind. Yep. So, could just put a name there. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, just put, like, Detective Carol or mm-hmm. Warren. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any grammar inquisitions? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple. 
let's see, it would have been 20 years ago now. As I've said, 20 years ago, there was a disappearance. <laughs> I find it odd that you repeat yourself like that. I mean, it's a verbal tick. Yeah. And I mean, it is, it is, it is dialogue, but I, I do hear you, like, narratively, like, don't mm-hmm. try not to repeat too much. I actually have the same issue with my actual thoughts with um, his request for sedative. He keeps asking for it. It's like... Well, he's jonesing for it because he I, wants this. Yeah. No, I get that. It's just... I, I just feel like it was done too many times. Like, he's like, is this going to go anywhere? Is this going to lead anywhere? And I mean, it kind of does at the end, but it's like... Ugh. No, it doesn't. I, I feel like... No, I mean, kind of like... Because like, oh, you should... Uh, you should uh, uh, did you give uh, Miss Balmer a sedative kind of thing? Because she's going to have it worse than I did or something like that. But like, I feel like maybe just like as an air from an air, I know it's like dialogue wise, it makes sense because he's got like, he's Jonesing for it. So from a, like a narrative point of view, like reading it and some of that felt like it was used one too many times. Well, I'm not even talking about sedatives, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. For that specifically, since we're already talking about it, um, it was actually a red herring for me. Okay. Because I was thinking... Oh, he's going to get a sedative, and he's going to become a pancake man. Yeah, yeah. that's That was true. one of my potential endings I wrote down. Gotcha. But either way, with, with the yeah, thing sorry. that I brought up, yeah. with the, the double 20 years ago, it could be corrected with, let's see, it, was, it would have been 20 years ago now, there was a disappearance. Yeah. Like, comma, there was a disappearance. But, yeah, it's dialogue, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, he's... Like distraught because of what he's seen, so he's <clears throat> so he's like sputtering, yeah, like trying yeah, to, like trying to, yeah, saying things over and over again, like we do when we're talking, and like, or at least what I do when I'm talking sometimes, and I talk too fast, and then I lose my train of thought and try to rebuild it again. I wish you like committed to a joke in that, like actually started talking quicker and stuff. I know, I wish yourself. I had, but yeah, it's gone. The magic's gone. Yep, let's move on. My <laughs> second one, um, it was a wooden structure. And the first conditions seemed to match the neighboring buildings. Comma. However, I noticed the facade had been recently patched in a few locations. I feel like it needs a comma. Um, specifically, where did I put the comma? Oh yeah, it was a wooden structure. But it was a wooden structure at. Oh, jeez. Okay, this is why it confused me. It was a wooden structure, and at first, comma, the conditions seemed blah 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 blah. Because when I first read it. The at first made me stumble. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a wooden structure and at... I don't know. It was just weird for me. I don't know if it, that should be combat specifically, but for me, it would have been good because I, I stumbled over and had to re- reread it because yeah. there was no comma. Gotcha. And that's all I got. Okay. Um, so on to actual thoughts. So starting with my first quote. Name of Stacy Bammer. She contacted me a week ago by email and claimed she had new information about the Driscoll's murders. Oh, God. For a brief moment, we, we talked about this a little bit. We mentioned this slightly in the, in the rundown. But for a brief moment, I was like, I thought it said Drisking. And I was like, oh, we're back at Nebraska. No! 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 <laughs> and then I realized, oh, it's the Driscoll's. Yeah, I kind of thought that as well. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. Whew. Moving right along. On to the next one. The wife had an online flirtation with some kid out in England, but nothing adulterous, and he wasn't even in the country at the time of the murder. In 1994... Okay, I guess AOL and stuff like that was back in 1994. Like, the internet... Like, I was, like, kind of just questioning the internet kind of thing. Like, like online, like, like stuff like that. But, like, I remember, like, 
as early as like 1994. And so we had like access to like really shitty dial up internet and stuff. Yep. So that, mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing was a thing. I just like, when I read it, it was like, it, I was like, did, did I just catch a, like a plot hole here with the internet? Like, no, it's easy to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally would have erased my note at that point. <laughs> I, I probably should have, but I was like, but no, that's your thought process yeah. as you're going through it. So that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, I'm nothing if not transparent about my flaws in this story, in, in this podcast. Um, my flaws are all hidden. Yeah. And like me, because I'm a ninja. <laughs> the shadows. The yellow ninja. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to the next quote. The confession letter said, Stop printing lies. I never killed anyone. It just took a while to get them ready for breakfast. There was no signature included. I just remembered something. God damn it. We we got sent a breakfast menu on bo- a month after the disappearances. Someone had drawn a red circle around a pitcher of pancakes. The letter said, they're not dead. They're ready. They're getting ready for breakfast. We put it in the junk lead file. Oh, God. So that, that little like, quote caption there I, I just did. I really like that revelation, like in the narrative, like in like as they're he's, he's as he's recalling the stuff, he realizes they missed a, a like a clue mm-hmm. in like twenty years late, like ago, like yeah. they missed that clue, and that was that could have been vital to something, or like at least like give a hint as to what was about to go down. Um, it shows the distress of realizing you missed something, and shows the characters has flaws, and it was great for me, like to read that. I was like, like I actually got some like goosebumps. As he realized that, because it was like, oh, fuck. Like, because nobody likes, like, everybody, no one likes, like, when they realize they've missed something. Mm-hmm. So you can really, like, emp- empathize with that character at that moment. The, the only issue I have is remembering something 20 years ago. I know, but I mean, like. From a case that was cold. Yeah, but sometimes, uh, if, you, if you've obsessed over it over 20 years, like. Plus, he's then, needing to remember everything now, so sometimes things click, you know. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, things because can click, it's not all, like, mm-hmm. false memories. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, actually, just bring up an example. Uh, two, uh, yesterday on Twitter, um, somebody showed an image of, of uh, Friar Tuck uh, eating from Rocket Robin Hood. And I was like, holy shit, it's Rocket Robin Hood! I remember th- watching that as a kid! And that was about 20 years ago or so. And, like, I just needed the image. I didn't even need the, like... Yeah. The like, title or the title or I knew exactly who, what, like where that Friar Tuck character was from. I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's actually a Canadian broadcast. Like mm-hmm. it was on the Retro Ontario uh, Twitter feed. Also, it would be gloriously horrible. Oh yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> anyways, move it's on. worse than Hanna Barbera. <laughs> like in terms of like the animation technique, like the early like an early nineteen sixties animation technique. Mm-hmm. But I mean, still like anyway. Yeah, I'm getting sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next thing. Um, another quote or quote segment. I could smell something from inside the building, very faintly. I figured it, that would count as probable cause. Not that it, I needed it as a civilian, but you never forget the way a corpse smells. They were bad enough they had that same smell. I hadn't forgotten how to pick a lock, so I let myself in. You know, I really do wish they had been corpses. I really do wish... He had been a serial killer. I really do. Do you believe me? Please say you believe me. So, reading that, this really got my curiosity flaring. Like, 
very well done establishing suspense because like at this point you don't know that they're dead or they're not dead mm. and you don't know what the state the state they are in especially with the image that the story has like i don't know if you guys have, like like when you google or when you when you google the pancake family food pasta the only real image i got or the the, mo- the the central image i ever got was just a bunch of people with pancake and a dog with pancakes on their face that's the only image that's the image i, I find when i, oh, I found okay. like prominent for the story. So, like, I didn't really know what to expect until he went into the basement. Yeah, it's good that they don't just straight up show it, like, in the mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that suspense, like, of that moment in that story, in the story is really good for, like, getting your, like, curiosity. What the fuck? What happened to this family? Like, how'd they die? Or, like, how'd they go? Um, so, moving on to the next one. The smell was stronger inside. The rooms. Uh... The rooms contained presses, hydraulic presses, four feet by eight foot custom presses. I couldn't figure out what they were at first because they were hovering over a look or over what looked like hospital beds. There were IV bags in each room as well as other medical equipment. That's how he kept them alive for so long, of course. And all I'm thinking is... Is this going to go Junji Ito's Amagira Fault story? Like, we're going to get, like, somebody goes through, like, uh, like a hole that's human-shaped, and then on the other end of the, the the fault line, there's another set of holes, and you, but they're all twisted and stuff like that, and then you just, like, get that revelation of that the people over, mu- over a few months slowly moved through this hole and got twisted and melted into these like grotesque forms and they're just and they're still alive just moving toward the end of the hole mm-hmm. and they're just like durr, durr, durr. um and then my update yeah it went that route yeah kind of yeah, with the slow like no, would you call it mutilation of of the human body probably yeah yeah like the slow mutilation like the slow living mutilation of of the human body over 20 years much much Slow, much more kind of, I guess, kind of more believable in this one than Jinji Ito's uh, Amagira Fault because that took over the place of like I think a, a, m- a couple months, not like years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just like that grotesque body horror angle really sold it for the story. Um, and then here's kind of a, a quote for a moment of character. I had to make a judgment call as to whether or not I should proceed on my own in case the family was somehow impossibly still alive and perhaps in danger or if I should leave and call for backup. And you should have called for backup because that was icky. <laughs> backup wouldn't have helped. I know, I know it wouldn't have helped, but I mean, like, at least you wouldn't have to be like the first person into, on the scene. Hmm. Well, but backup would have kept Mrs. Bomber there. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and then the next one actually this is the last basically the last line of the story she seemed to have it worse than me after poor woman couldn't even throw up or cry interviewer of course do you do you know where she is now she told the lead at the crime scene she was going home but we haven't heard we haven't been able to con- yeah we haven't been able to reach her did you try the paper? Interviewer. Which paper? The Daily World. Interviewer. Are you sure? There is no Stacy Baumer on staff with, uh, with the Daily World. And I was just like, motherfucker. Mm. I, I personally didn't see that coming. But, like, so, somehow that she was 
put like in on it, like that she might have been in, like that they mm-hmm. that when they allude that like she was in on. I, I didn't see, I didn't catch anything of that in the story. Um, There's a is, lot of hints to the story. I know, I, I'm sure there is, but I just, I just didn't catch them. And I was like, I can't believe they pulled uh, the cave on me because in the movie, the cave, the ending, like the spoilers, oh, yeah, spoilers for the cave, 2009, 2005 movie. Um, the, the lead woman, the lead actress, is the is the uh, or ends up becoming the vector for the thing that's in the cave. Um, and Angela's the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Angela's the killer. And spoilers for a 1980s film. She's a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the end of my my, gra- my my grammar my grammar thoughts. That's the end of my actual thoughts. So, uh, Mikey, what do you got? So. In my opinion, the people being turned into pancakes doesn't really work because, yes, humans adapt, yeah. but uh, you would much more likely get stuck to the presses. <laughs> they greased them. <laughs> There's a lot of Pam. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're custom ones, so they're non-stick <laughs> presses. Yeah, just like the George yeah, Foreman. Exactly. Um, and the the reason why I say getting they get stuck to the press is because there's a news article a few years ago where a woman got fused to a toilet seat for sitting on it for six months. Ugh. Ugh. Why was she sitting on it for six months? Was she alive? Yeah. Ugh. They had to surgically remove a toilet seat from her. Why... I'm I'm so curious. Why though? Was she could she just not move? Like, well, she on? decided that that's where she wanted to sit, and her boyfriend was okay with it, and fed her, and that is the oh. okay. That I mean, oh, but... that's that's a that's a creep pasta in itself. Yeah, kind of. That is literally a creep pasta <laughs> in itself. Like a hor like like going off of like like almost like a hoarder or like that kind of like horror. Oh. I'll take my uh, pancake family, thank you, <laughs> over, over toilet woman. But okay, even if that's yeah. true, this is someone who has specifically wanted this end result. Yes. So if they're mm-hmm. smart enough to know how to do that and like do surgery to remove bone so yes, they can do it, they would stuff. know enough to be like, okay, you get pressed for this long, then I'll lift you up, get a little scraper and scrape you off. <laughs> or like reset. Again, like I said, just have some kind of make have the the bottom of the uh, the press be like a non-stick kind of like material. That's easy to come by nowadays. I don't know about yeah, back then. Teflon existed back in the eighties. Just pam it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep like they'll just like quickly they just keep applying Pam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, of course, and, like this is like kind of like this is this is what horror does. It, it takes yeah. something that like you wouldn't like. It takes things like 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 body dysmorphia or body um, mutilation like this. Like, like look at um uh, the draft necked people that you see in Ripley's Believe It or Not, or like the um, the alien skulls of the Inca. Like they they basically took the person and slowly applied pressure to like change the body, yeah, um, to that stuff and like yeah, yeah, like uh, this this is like trying to invoke a sense of body horror that is so extreme that it's just like oh and they're still mm-hmm. fucking alive. It's like very Cronenberg in terms of like the body horror and mutilation of like the bo- like just again like the make a body so that it's not even like really human anymore or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, like yeah. 
And then uh, the ability of the top pancake to be able to talk. That is a feat. Yeah. I, I would expect more gurgling noises than... I mean, there kind of was, but... Yeah. You know, it, it said, like, it was hard to understand, but this is what I got out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe I, I maybe like maybe to slightly improve it, like for the story, I might have like you might have uh, Hob say that like he, this is like the gist of what I got from it. Like this is this isn't his exact words, but this is like kind of what I was able to like. He straight up did. Does it say that? Okay. Then yeah, then I don't see the problem. Let's go find it real quick. It was a strain to understand what he said. But I'll never be able to forget it. And then he goes over okay. saying what he said. So yeah, he did, yeah, he does like basically give like this is the gist of what I heard, kind of thing. Yeah, he's not gonna be like this is what they said. <laughs> that being said, like yeah. there could be another line explaining why it was so difficult to understand. Yeah, but this yeah. is kind of what I got out of it. Yeah. Uh, to, 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 and the question that was uh, sort of left unanswered for me anyway is, uh, whose breakfast were these people prepared for? It's for Hobbs. Yeah. It really is just like, it's, an, it's a performance piece. Or it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a creepy performance piece. It's like, look at my artwork. It's straight up for Hobbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. Hobson was, it's it's actually very much like a detective story, and like, like a noirish detective story, where like, the killer is taunting the the, the lead detective mm-hmm. for twenty years. I, you know, again, like I, I brought up a while ago, like uh, a, a, a South Korean like detective horror movie about a killer, about two detectives who ruin their lives trying to find a killer. Mm-hmm. And 10, 20 years go by, and like the detective's no longer even like a detective anymore. And he goes by the place. He just happens to be like doing delivery work, and he like happens to buy the tunnel where all the killings happened, and. He sees a girl, a little girl there, and, and asks her like what she's looking at, and she says she basically says that like she saw somebody out here looking in there as well. And when she asked her what what he was looking at, it was I'm trying to recall something I did here a long time ago, and it was like what where who who is the guy where where'd he go? It's like I don't know, and that's that's the end of the movie. It literally ends with like the detective just like he he was. Like they almost crossed paths. The killer and the detective almost crossed paths again. Yeah, and he missed his chance again. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's oh, he missed. Yeah, but yeah, so it's just like that kind of thing where like the the uh, the killer is just taunting the detective because like he's got an audience now. It's like it's a piece of art. It's a piece of performance art for the uh, for the. In film. your example, I don't know if he was directly trying to no. taunt him. But yeah, it did come off like that. Yeah. Uh, another, another suggestion, actually, a video game one. Uh, in Fallout Four, there is actually a sewer that you can go into, and you find um, a like two hundred year old um, set of messages of a killer to a detective. Mm-hmm. And over the course of that plot line, spoilers for Fallout Four, go check out that sewer. It's actually really cool. Um, the uh, you find out that the killer is like set up all these like horrible like like death like displays mm-hmm. um, in the sewer system. And left a tape specifically for the detective, and then at the end you find actually the killer and the detective have been are uh, uh, in an embrace on like a on, in like a corner, like they would like basically like because uh, I think the detective ended up being like a, a woman, and the killer had a, fasc- a fascination for the for the detective. 
Okay. So again, like they, uh, the 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 killer uh, got the detective. It's kind of hinted at that the killer got a hold, of, found or like caught the detective in when she, while she was exploring the same sewer system that you're exploring mm-hmm. and fell into the trap of the killer. So again, another thing of like the killer kind of like creating some some presentation for the detective as yeah. a way of taunting them. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Being flattened. Uh, reminds me of Looney Tunes, or even Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that's the th- oh. <laughs> well. Doctor Doom was, or was it Doctor Doom? It was something like that. Something, yeah, something Doom. I, that 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 ending scarred me as a child. <laughs> Maybe that's why the story hit home. It probably is. Like <laughs> when when somebody, or you know, it's this and like Tammy and the T Rex. Because uh, there's a character in the in Tammy the T Rex, like a henchman of the main villains, who gets flattened, like gets stomped on by the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the when his when his uh, masters find him, like at, like the next day, he's completely flattened. And the one character's talking to him as if he's still alive. But like, and I always I always had nightmares of like him starting to reply to the character. Oh, that's nice. Which <laughs> is this gross edge. Like he gets oh, like he like falls over, and the T Rex just keeps walking over. Just oh. Lovely. Yeah. I, I think squish horror is just really effective for me. <laughs> Did you, and my last note here before final thoughts uh, is the whole sort of pancake stack description reminded me of Dogscape. You know, Dogscape. Yeah, yeah. Little Dogscape. It's, it's that same kind of body horror. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's it? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Cute. Um, so the start of the story goes, and there's like banter back and forth, and then he goes, the interviewer goes, take your time, Hob. And then Hob says, thanks, closes his throat. And then there's the, like these huge blocks of text after that. So it almost seems like he's like, the interviewer's like, take your time, Hob. And Hob's like, thanks. And he picks up a paper, like for an, an essay, a freaking essay he wrote to yeah. like say it on recording. It's just it, like at that point. It seemed like it was a different sort of writing style, almost. Yeah. One thing I might add on to that, I feel like we should have gotten, like, since this is, I know this is basically all dialogue, I feel like we should have gotten, like, since interviewer is basically just, like, interviewer, semicolon or colon? Colon. Colon. Um, and then his dialogue. But then suddenly it's just Hobbs starts talking. Like, there was a couple of moments where it was like, oh, it's Hobbs talking now. Okay. And like maybe that's because of the way it was formatted for when I when I read it, but like it felt like I may, may have been formatted differently on the Reddit or even on the Creepasta wiki. Um, but when I uh, when I read it through the Google Doc for my comment, like to, to comment and stuff on it, mm-hmm. um, uh, there there was a, it was hard to like sometimes differentiate between Hob and the interviewer until like the until I until we got the interviewer's like block. Yeah. So like maybe have Hob as well or Hobson. Because mm-hmm. it could just go. Start with Hob, and then and then as soon as it switches to interviewer, say interviewer, yeah, and then switch back to Hob. But you don't have to say Hob every every damn line that he says. Yeah, just at the switches, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That could help. Like just when it's like specific, because like there's a couple of ones where like the the paragraph break there isn't really much of a paragraph break between interviewer and the Hob's lines. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I personally didn't have a problem with it, but I can That's see fair. how it's possible to get that confused. Yeah, but either way. um... Yeah, it seemed like it was a weird switch in perspective. Not in perspective. 
it's a slightly different writing style at this point because of how it's bigger and blockier, not just like short little things. And like the the way it was said, it sounded like he sat down and wrote it all out properly and everything, almost like this part of the story was made first and then the interviewer section was made after the fact mm, yeah, as a wraparound. Like, yeah, like he, he did the main story and then like he wanted to kind of flare it up with like making a transcript of like yeah. a statement. So he added in like dialogue, like actual like kind of more believable, like natural dialogue that like to put in spots like the sedative stuff and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. And the next one, um, I tried to tell Miss, is it Bammer, right? It's, it, yeah. Barner. Bomber, Bammer. Whatever. I tried Bammer. to tell Miss Bammer to leave several times. She refused on the grounds that it would not be right to leave to leave me on my own. At this point, I'm like, you're a cop. He's a retired cop, but yes. he's still a cop investigating a lead to a serial killer's place. He should have called for backup. Like as, oh, soon no, as, I, yeah. as soon as you get there, it's like, okay, it's a creepy warehouse. Mm-hmm. You pick the lock, open the door. Okay, it smells like dead bodies. Um, George, can you come? <laughs> hey, uh, hey uh, w- uh, w- Warren? Yeah, we got a lead on the Driscoll's uh, case. Come I down smell to- dead bodies. Like, I think I found the serial killer's lair. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, I brought that up earlier. Just like, yeah, yeah. Like, he should have called for backup. Like, right there. Yeah. Well, the, the problem is it's explained that there was no cell signal <laughs> in that area. Was there no cell signal in the area or in the warehouse? Because I think I thought it was the warehouse. It was said in the warehouse, I believe. Yeah. But so, regardless, even if it was in the area, smell it. It's like okay, I'm gonna call for backup. I don't have signal. Okay, I'll get back in the car, get signal. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. I mean, like this is the other like this is the crux of every horror story. Is like if the character didn't, if the character played smart, we wouldn't have a story. Yes, we still would. Would we? Yeah, because all that would be different is. Cops would show up, and then they would go in, and then, like, they would, it would be the cops telling the story instead of Hob. Or, like, the, the, the story, I guess, couldn't even have still have Hob, because Hob was now a backup, but it, didn't, it doesn't help. It's kind of like a Cthulhu thing. The, the, the GM, for a Call of Cthulhu scenario, can give the, the agents all the guns you want, because it's not going to fucking matter. You're going up against Cthulhu. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it, like, have that kind of horror where, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. These characters, I mean, yeah, those pancake, the pancake family's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wouldn't really change the outcome, but it would make it a little bit more believable. Yeah. Like, it's not just like this retired guy, like, with all the balls in the world. But he is. Yeah. He's, he's a flawed character. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we get to the reveal of uh, the Driscoll family, under the presses for 20 years, keeping them alive on IV drips, increasing the pressure on them very slowly, and their bodies had time to adapt until they had been flattened like, well, pancakes. At this point, I'm like, really? I've officially checked out now. Really? Yeah. I I, I did not like the descriptor of that. I just, it made me giggle. It, it's just the the idea of them being pancakes is, I understand if you're, just like everything else, <laughs> If you're actually there, it's scary. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't matter what it is. If it's some weird thing, even if it's a little, tiny little creature, yeah. if whatever, in any creepypasta, if you're there, it's scary. But to the reader, at least to me, mm-hmm. it really wasn't that scary because it's pancakes. Like, they could have went one step further and made them waffles. I, I, know? I, I understand where you're coming from. I don't share, like, I, I was personally grossed out and creeped out by the story, mm-hmm. by the description. But I can see why you like because we we have we have very different opinions on yeah. like when we read something because um, like I I 
I don't know. I just visualize it differently or I like, I, I use that descriptor and and try and like my brain tries to see that in a horrific way. Mm. Whereas you're, you take it more matter of factly and you're like, like what? <laughs> like, like, like I understand get, getting into this. I read this title as the pancake family. So I was like, okay, pancakes are involved. Those yeah. are horrible. Um, and I didn't know where it was going to go. And like you said earlier, up to that point, there was all this buildup, and I was with you there. Like, I'm, I was really, concerned. I was really pancakes. interested. Like, what's going on? Like, I really want to know what's happened to these people. And then the pancakes. Would it have been better if they had not used the word pancake? Like, yes. if they just described it as them being flattened over there, and that's it. Like, not yeah, it's I, the fact that yeah. the word ruined it. Yeah, I think, and that that's that is the crop that can make or break um, a horror story, and not just like in general, but like by reader by base reader basis because. It didn't ruin it for me, but it ruined it for you. Mm. So like, I can see, like, like you, you got more of the, the funny out of it, or more of a giggle out of it, than, mm. than horror, and I got more of the horror out of it. Yeah. And I understand why he used the word pancakes. Specifically, well, like, after he realizes that that, um, that clue from the past. Yeah. Circle the pancakes, and then the, um, the... Was that the confession that said something about them not being ready? I didn't kill yeah, anyone? Yeah, I didn't kill something anybody. Like I was just prepping them for breakfast. Yeah, like there's all this breakfast-related pancake yeah. stuff, so I understand, but... Yeah, and, but yeah. like, I mean, technically they weren't true pancakes, as they weren't in a frying pan. But they're prepared. They're yeah, done. But, they're, they're stacked. The pancake... <laughs> My <laughs> real problem is there's no maple syrup. I know, right? Like, yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> like... All this time, the murderer could have been like collecting bile and stuff like that, and like drizzling over them. Oh, yeah, that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, and it would have like, made or... it worse. It would have made me like it more because yeah. that's disgusting. It would have been, been, yeah, like, you like get how that much they, horror. How like... much they commit to it? Mm-hmm. Just oh. like a big glass of or like not urine. Even, not even bile. Like, just actual maple syrup. Like that's even worse. Like he was actually like. Pouring maple like real maple syrup on that's even like defiling the purity that is maple syrup. Yeah, sugar or like syrup of the trees. That's true. Like oh yeah, like that's horrifying. Yeah, as a Canadian, I, I can't like that. That that to me is the true horror. Yeah, if they if that, if that had been the case. But yeah, no, again, like I said, like I, I I understand why it's not scary to you. Why that part may stop making it scary for you. It's just the word that ruined it. Yeah. It, it has happened to me yeah. pre- previously in a lot of other stories, like the Bunny Man curse ruined it for me yeah, because it's a bunny. Same, yeah, it says the word bunny, which is not scary. But if you saw again, like it, like in that situation, if there's a fucking killer with like a, a madman with a bloody uh, bunny costume on uh, on coming after you, you're running, you're scared. Oh, I know, and it, <laughs> I, I, I mean, said that earlier as well. Yeah, in, no, yeah. In every single creepypasta in the world, if you are in that situation, yeah. it is scary. Yeah, it's just from a third person's perspective, mm-hmm. it's not as scary potentially. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is a percentage of readers who are going to read this story and read those other stories and mm-hmm. hear that and just like disengage because because of out of because of their own context to that word mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing like ruins the story for them and that's just kind of a personalized like subjective I, thing. I also don't think the uh, the pancake people were um, described well enough. Like, yeah. For example, like what happened to their arms and legs? Do they I, have I, motion? No, are I, they I, flopped I they, down. I, I, yeah, I thought they were just completely flop. Yeah, like that's. And, you know, that's a good example of, like, the story. Like, it doesn't give you a full description of their bodies. So, like, yeah, I kind of just inserted that they were just completely flattened out. And so they're just, like, drooping all over the place. But it doesn't say that. 
Yeah. yeah. I just envisioned that. Like, yeah. because it's not said, the first thing that came to my mind is straight up a freaking pancake made out <gasps> yeah. of meat. Oh, God. Yeah. With, like, an eyeball on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that, that's, that like, is the... their bodies have been contorted. Like, not just pressed, but contorted to, like, like flatten out like a pizza. Like, pizza dough. No, it's like the, um... Ah... Uh, I was gonna say it's like a cookie cutter situation where like well, no, there's some of... sort of uh, like mold that they're put in, oh, you know? God. Yeah. Well, no, no like, I, like Louis and I use pizza doughs because like usually pizza dough comes in like a little ball or something like that, and then you spread it out to make it flatter. Like that. yeah. So like it's the same thing. Like even if it's like a human shaped pizza dough, like you flatten it out, and it, like the like it's going to like conform to a circular, more circular pancake esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if it said like human shaped pancakes. Would that have been? No, because that's still silly. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> it would be it would be better if, like, essentially the the bodies are are flattened, the heads aren't as flattened, and all their limbs just kind of drooped like uselessly at their at the sides. Yeah. So there's like this. There's six sets of limbs just all, all the way along the side of it. So in this case, it, it like I feel like to make it scary to help to keep it scary for you, um, you we need more description and less like. An uh, analogy, because that's really what the, the what the pancake is serving as. It's an analogy to give you a visual of like this is a human, but he's been turned into a pancake in that he's been flattened down to the point where he is four inch four to so inches in thickness, mm. and he's still alive. Like that's yes. fucking terrifying. And then what's worse is that he's been stacked. His entire family's gone through this process and been stacked. And drizzled with maple with, 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 yeah. with maple syrup. Yeah, exactly. Even though that doesn't happen. And like a giant slab of butter at the top. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, no, like, I, I get you. Like, that, uh, I, I both understand where you're coming from. I, I don't necessarily share the same kind of thing. Because, like, I think, the, I, I see, I read the pancake part, and I'm like, how did you envision them? Did you see, like, take a front shot of a human, squish down, like, arms out, like... Just flop down on the ground, like, maybe, like, rolled up, maybe their arms are rolled up a little bit, or just, like, pushed to the side so that it's, like, not... So, like, you're... It's not just splayed across the ground, but, like, basically, yeah, flatten and just, like, put down, like, leaves onto, a, like, on a uh, on each other. Like, kind of like a, a, a little, like, stack of leaves. Because mm-hmm. leaves also have, like, kind of outward spots that are appended, the kind of parts of appendages, depending on what you use. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, like, I, I got grossed out and, dis- and dis- disturbed by the mention of pank, that people were pancakes now. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, I went with, the, they're, they're, they're humans, but they're flattened like pancakes. It's not that they are pancakes, they're like pancakes. And yeah, like, but, like, oh. the... the... It, them bringing up pancakes is like they say that more than the actual descriptor of what they yeah, look like. And, and if you said like the arms have been severed or oh. something, so they don't even have arms have and legs. So it's yeah, yeah. Like I, I wish I knew what was going on with their legs because without that, they're more pancake-like because they don't have these weird appendages. Yeah, they're just a tor- like flattened out head and torso. Yeah. Like yeah, that would be that would work really. Uh, I think yeah. There's there's ways that you can make it a little bit creepier without using uh, an analogy because an analogy is is good in some ways, but like we said, mm-hmm. it's a it's a double edged sword because you either uh, it's either creepy for some people and then and then silly for others. Yeah. Um, but what it should do is like lead with all the creepy description stuff. Yeah. And then at the end, be like they're stacked together like a grotesque pile of human pancakes. Yeah. And but like after all the descriptors, so not the creepiness just, yeah. is already there. Exactly. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. Wait, wait, let's move on from there. Yeah. Sure. Actually, I think that was a really good, like, constructive dialogue on, like, our our two opposing opinions. And yeah. it was actually in a 
amicable way. We're not like yelling at each other. It's, I don't understand you. Yeah. <laughs> not that time. No, no. Maybe this time. So, um, purple nine. This quote is: Miss Bammer arrived, drawn by sound. Before she saw the stack, she told me that I had screamed, and she came to help. I, but I do not remember having done so. So this is laid out to say almost like she heard something that didn't happen. Yeah. Meanwhile, she probably just heard the pancake scream. Yeah. Also, but he's not even cluing into that. He's saying, like, I don't remember screaming, but she said she heard me scream. <laughs> but he's not like, she must mean the pancake that just screamed. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. And uh, to his credit, he could also be, have been in shock at the time. <laughs> like, seeing that grotesque scene, just like, just... All, you just start tunnel visioning and just like don't realize what you're doing. Like you don't you lose control oh, of parts of your body. You so just, like, he's remembering sensory. it scream, but he's not remembering himself scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be that again, since it's kind of alluded at the end that potentially she is a killer. She is the killer, or at least affiliated with the torturer. Not the killer, the torturer. Um, that she could have made that up as a as a way as a uh, as a yeah. excuse to come downstairs. Although. I was kind of confused by the scene because why wasn't she behind him the whole time? Like, because she, she said, "Stay the fuck up there." Oh, I guess she did say he did say that. I just I that she finally she, listened that time. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just like kind of surprised that like she then she came like after like he went down there, she was there. Suddenly she came down as well. I was like, "Oh, weren't you beside him all the whole time?" Okay, never mind. Yeah, and remember, she is the murderer. She's the she's the killer here. The, she's the horrible. I've got, so she's like, okay, you go down there and experience what I laid out for you by yourself, and then I'll come down and ruin it. Yeah. Like, this is all going to plan. Yeah. And that bleeds into my next notes about the ending. So, Stacy was the maker of the pancakes. I or, saw it coming from the get-go. Oh, you, okay, so you saw it. I did not. I did not catch it. Because it's I essentially, was, after 20 years, like, the, the confession thing is her confession, saying, like, it took... Like, essentially saying, sorry it took me so long, yeah. but your pancakes are ready. Oh. And takes him directly over to see the pancakes. Yeah. And that's why she was not grossed out. That's why she wasn't throwing up. Yeah. Like, there was like a hundred signs that I, just, pain, I just uh, pointed it to me. Yeah. To be fair, I was I was dead set on, like, either the sedative, the guy with the, the paramedic with the sedative or the interviewer himself. But I think that was because we'd, we'd recently, like recently as in like a few months ago uh had read a story uh by short by Stephen shorter where shorter story yeah the short one of the shorter stories the uh the one with the photograph stuff and like the dolls and how the the journalist or the guy the guy getting the like the the teacher the ex-teacher's uh statement mm-hmm. and uh, like kind of like hinted that the the person giving the interview was the killer <laughs> and so i was like oh fuck it's the interviewer it's the uh it's the killer again <laughs> the interview is the killer again mm-hmm but either yeah. way, in regards to the ending, yeah. when I was getting through the meat and potatoes of the story and it's getting to the point with them, with them getting there, I'm essentially thinking, okay, there's going to be three ways that this is going to go. Stacy's the killer, and she brought the cop, the cop there to see her pancakes. Two, the interviewer's the killer, and Hobb and Stacy are the next two victims. Mm-hmm. Or three, the killer's actually gone and the family died of starvation, case closed. Yeah. And they went with number one. <laughs> yeah, so that was actually a really good catch. On your mm-hmm. end. Well, I mean, there's only so many characters. And they're... Like, I I almost would have preferred just the killer's gone yeah, and they're dead like, in there. Oh. Like, they died of starvation after living for X amount of years like this. Yeah. Leaving it open because the killer's still out there. Yeah. My one issue, actually, with the fact that Stacy is, is actually, like, we don't really know how old she is. Yeah, like, and, there's and, no and, indication like, there's of no, age. There's no, there's no even, like, hint or any, like... Uh, like 
descriptor of it well, kind of does because I'm just like is she the killer or is she the torturer yeah. or is she an affiliate to the torturer the, the issue like, is he still like yeah sorry yeah, yeah. The, the issue is that there's no indication of age and you're led to believe that the reporter is interested because of the 20 year anniversary yeah and, like, and they might not have been around when and like that's that's reality like people uh, obsess over like cold cases like that all the time there's podcasts hundreds of podcasts episodes of like true crime cases and stuff like that, yeah. that are, are still cold like yeah like yeah. there our culture is has an obsession with like creepy like missing persons and like cold cases like that so yeah totally believable that she would just be another one of those people that's interested in the case yeah but so are you were you going on more with that or <laughs> uh, that's basically it like it uh, sort of alluded to the fact that she was younger because of the renewed interest in a 20 year old case yeah and honestly, the way I see it like it says that she's like written books and shit like she's not young young okay yeah I I, I must have glossed over that because I, I kind of just imagined this like 20 year old 20 something like, probably because they said here's a blonde her name's Sarah there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you it just is am- Sarah isn't it no, damn it oh it's Stacy <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tripping me up, gamer. You're welcome. But yeah, no, like it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a uh, like it just yeah it, like uh, when unless you just give like, me a description, I'm going to uh, like we're going to have our own assumptions, and some of the times those assumptions are going to be dead wrong, mm-hmm. and that's either a good thing or a bad thing for your story because otherwise you you either leave the person like oh or like fucking shit told me something that was different. <laughs> also, she's not actually a reporter. So yeah, she could yeah, be yeah. any freaking age. Yeah, well, yeah, but but yeah, and um, I, I don't know if it's cool or not that like this monster of Stacy, her whole thing is essentially cooking people. Is that almost like sexist in a way? No, <laughs> that it's like it has to be cooking. It's weird. It doesn't have to be cooking, but it's just weird that like there's so few. Creepypastas we read where, like, the woman is the evil. It's most of the time, like, a woman gets killed or a woman is the protagonist. There's not many female lead monsters. monsters. Yeah. Or and one of the yeah. first ones I read has to do with cooking. It's weird. Yeah, that's a weird... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see it that way, but okay. Like, I, it's just a weird, like, thing to point out. I get. I guess, but mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, Gordon Ramsay, come on, you'd say it's still raw. God damn it! I'm not saying she's a good cook. <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird. God, I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, we'll find more. But like, mm-hmm. hopefully, we'll find more. Can you think diverse? Jane the Killer doesn't count. It kind of does. She's a freaking what's the term? A uh, miss female main character situation. I forget the only kind of, but yeah, it's literally you take Jeff the Killer and change the name. Yeah, basically, just like Batgirl. Uh, I feel like there are and Toadette. Yeah, although well, Nintendo countered that, saying that toads don't have genders. So why is there Toadette then? She's a toad. Okay. They they don't have genders. That's fair. Right. They're just toads. Or is it like what is it? Bowserette or whatever. That don't that that's going down a whole all <laughs> yeah. oh, the crown thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, no, yeah. that's different. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. We'll have to like look at that. I'll maybe like maybe keep an eye out for like those guys or, or 
uh, any listeners who uh, have stories that have involve a monster that is like a dynamic, not just like a a, a dude. Or it's like Raghag. <laughs> yeah, but Raghag is, is is something I've created. Like we got it's we, a creepy boss. I haven't posted it yet. I still gotta edit it and finish it and like make edit it edit. that out. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, if you have if you, there's you have some creepy bosses that have a really cool female monster or villain, um, by all means, let us know. Because yeah, like it's, it's usually just dudes are horrible. Is that, or it's, yeah, a, or or it's a, un, it's a genderless creature of monstrous exactly, yeah. looks, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, let us know. Leave us a, an email or a comment somewhere that uh, with it, preferably a link mm-hmm. <laughs> as well, because links are good. Yeah, because sometimes it's impossible to find things yeah. just by Google. I actually found the Fortnite one. It's not the donator. It's called the donation. Oh. But I can't find a written version. There's only, like, the guy basically wrote it and then had somebody uh, read it on YouTube. Oh. Yeah. But they didn't post it anywhere, written. As far as I can tell. But anyway, that's, that's not the story. That's not, that's not the Pancake family. No, it's not. Yeah. Regardless, that's the end of my notes. Oh, is it? Okay. It was regards to the ending. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah. All right, so on to final thoughts. This was a surreal story for me. Um, kind of Lynchian in a way. A little bit of Cronenberg, like I keep saying. And I mean Lynchian, like David Lynch. Um, like, the guy who does, like, really weird, like, dreamscape almost, like, kind of like... Or just, like, weird reality kind of horror. And then Cronenberg, because, well, he does a lot of really body horror shit. Um, and that's really what got me in the story, is the body horror um, was done really well for me. Um, my body is still itchy from the description of, like, how they were pressed down and stuff like that. Ugh. Um, I have to reread that. Um, though you have, uh, you do have to stretch your b- disbelief a little bit mm-hmm. uh, with the story, um, just because that's like it is a little uh, uncanny, like a little like uh, uncanny. But then horror stories have that gift of taking something that wouldn't happen and then making trying to make it believable or real, mm-hmm. or at least making it creepy um, for the imagery. Um, the story is both very creepy and also kind of tragic uh, in that way that human suffering and extreme and to the extreme in horror can pull off. Like I also felt like felt kind of sad for the, the, the pancake or the Driscoll, the, they're not the pancake family, the Driscoll family. They are now pancakes. They are now pancakes. Um, the end twist was good. Um, I didn't see it. Unlike my co-hosts um, or co-host. I don't know if Mikey caught onto it either. Did you catch on to it? Uh, he hasn't no. really said his opinion. Yeah. Well, then, I, I didn't see it coming. I was like, so they have to kill her? Like, it, to me, it wasn't really needed. Yeah. But there was, was enough creepiness with the whole pancake family itself that you didn't need to know, oh, this is a killer. The killer could have been gone. Yeah, it could have been, like like we said, like the, the Yeah, my three ending possibility. Yeah, that third <laughs> ending would have been perfect. Yeah. Uh, and, but it was technically, like, the, the killer is still out there because she's gone. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. wasn't even her name, so she could be in. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like I, like I said, like I thought the interview was the was behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a mystery surrounding Miss Bam- Bammer, if that is her real name, which it isn't. <laughs> um, like, we don't get a clear... Like I said earlier, we don't get a clear age. Um, so, like, we don't even know if she's the original abductor or perhaps just a servitor to them. Um, for that matter... A you lot. keep mentioning that. I just, I that like you don't I, think she's possible of doing it. Well, no, it's it, if it's it really just depends. I, I was just really I was really stuck on 
the fact that I thought she was a lot younger than she obviously has to be for the story because I was thinking like a 20 something reporter, but so I was thinking like maybe like, well, it was happened 20 years ago. So she wouldn't really be like old enough to do it. But even if she is 20, maybe her mom started it and And, she was helping her this entire time. In which case, yeah, servitor type or like a, like a, uh, an accomplice to the, uh, to the torture and stuff of that. So it's possible, but yeah. Age isn't really said. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. It's just like, I feel like maybe her age should have been... Not even like... I don't want to say like, she she's a dame of 25 or whatever. Like, just have like some kind of description that shows like how old... Like roughly, like a, a ballpark of like how old she was. Just mm-hmm. to give it into that. Because we know that like... Or our, instead of saying reporter, say a retired reporter. Yeah, that would work. Just like one another, word. Another retired occupation. Yeah. Because that shows like, again, like... A retired detective, like we, we kind of all assume that his he's like in his fifties or so, or like, and then even later, it's like, it's like I'm retired now. Like I'm I'm not a strapping young man anymore. Like this shit's gonna haunt me for the rest of my days. Like how yeah. long I have left? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ending and like for that matter, like regardless of all that stuff, um, a lot of the info is just left uh, enigmatic, like about the killer and like about like their motives and stuff. And I'm fine with that, honestly. At the end of the story, like I was, it was a good kind of. Not true horror, or not true crime, but, like, again, it's a crime uh, horror, essentially, that's going on here. Like, this, like, not serial killer, or not serial torturer, but, like, um... No, she didn't put them... Not even a spree... She she didn't cut them into little pieces and put them in a bowl full of milk. No. No. (sighs) (laughs) You went there. I did. I did. That's her next murder. (laughs) Serial torturer. God. The serial family. Um, so the story for being a transcript of a dialogue, a statement, it's completely, it's competently done and is ended rather well for me. So yeah, I recommend the story. Um, it was, uh, as, okay. I recommend the story. I'm going to revoke that for a second. I recommend the story. If you're into body horror, like if you're in that, that kind of thing, because not everybody's into like visceral body horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're into like the like creepy kind of crime body horror stuff, like I fully recommend the story. Um, if you just want to be grossed out, go for it. Uh, so yeah, Mikey, what do you got? Three final thoughts. Uh, well, it's disturbing, and for that I give it points. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, it's not something you want to read after having just eaten. Specifically, pancakes too. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we it, did just eat meat pancakes. Yeah, and I sat down here and talked about it. I made burgers. <laughs> Delicious burger patties mm-hmm. made of human. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you want to be disturbed and or grossed out, then this pasta may be for you. Uh, I'm only going to partially recommend it because my lunch didn't agree with it. That's fair. All right. Really? Cool. Yeah. So if we made. Something else, like um, we waffles. We should have made pancakes. Pancakes. Yeah, we had meat pancakes. We did. Yeah. It's really <laughs> the most accurate we could have done. <laughs> That's really true. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like that could have been like the the character. I, I guess no, you really couldn't. I don't know. Like what we should have done. Mm-hmm. There was enough burgers up there. Should have had a stack of, of burgers and put maple syrup over them. Aww. <laughs> And then take yeah. that picture, and that's going to be the title card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. So, gamer. Yeah. Um, well, as I said before, the uh, the lead-up to the reveal was better than the re- reveal itself, at least personally, because of the word pancakes and stack. 
and everything kind of, it pulled me back out. As much as it was pushing me in, it, it pulled me back out. So all the work it did up to that point was, some of it, of it was negated. Um, in regards to body manipulation into food, I feel like freaking, what was it called, Pinkie Pie? Uh... Did it better? I I was honestly more creeped out by the My Little Pony creepypasta we read, where she turned them into cupcakes. It has been five years. I had forgotten about that story. Yeah, it's because, like, it, it just looks like a cupcake, but it's made of people. And that is scarier than an actual, like, flattened to cartoony lengths. Like, you compared yeah. it to Looney Tunes and yeah, we Roger did, Rabbit. We did, yeah, we, well, yeah, no. Have you, have you you've seen that that scene where like uh, the yeah, gets like steamrolled and then he like he's completely flattened and then gets up again because you he was human you thought he was human then it turned out he was a tune mm-hmm. I don't but, remember it's been a long time but yeah no like horror like again like the kind of like bait and switch of um of like basically like cooking people into food is always gro- more is is a little bit I think the reason why it's more horrific especially like for you and for for a lot of people is because um. It's not cartoonish. It's something that could happen. I've seen it happen in the paper. Yeah. Like, there was a guy in British Columbia a couple of years ago who uh, killed a bunch of prostitutes and fed them to his pigs and then gave his gave the pig meat to family members and friends. Yeah. Um, that's kind of disgusting. And that and then he got caught and when somebody found some bones in the pig pen. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, a guy who, in, like, Toronto recently was found uh uh he he killed a bunch of men um mm-hmm. in uh like in in the uh downtown area uh cut their bodies up and plant put them in pots the potted plants and so that and gave them to friends and family and like people who bought them mm-hmm. and like people bought them well they they didn't know it was it, it, they unknowingly like bought yeah. the stuff they bought the plant and didn't like pull it out of the uh, the the, the uh, out of the pot to like transplant it. They kept it in the in the pot, but the bottom of the pot there was a decomposed. Well, oh, I thought you meant like there was a freaking. It's a pot with dirt, and there's literally like an arm no, sticking no, out no, of no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, the parts like the meat and stuff that was put in the in the bottom of the. Pot. Okay. Yeah. And I was, was very like confused a, until yeah. now. Like it's not really a food thing, but it's still like kind of giving somebody a hidden like hidden like. But that's a, that's the secret word right there, hidden. Yeah, it's the fact that it's so out there and in your face in a cartoony manner that it didn't resonate with me personally. Yeah. I would rather yeah it be turned into something that you can't tell it's human anymore. Yeah, and the problem is like if you do that, like you kind of like part of the, part of the the more visceral, disgusting thing about the story is that. That, that that works for the horror element is that there's still a lot. Like mm-hmm. we could easily have this be that they were basically ground up and put into pancakes. That like, a, like just giant pancakes on, and like that's the display that you find mm. is these pancakes. And then you look in and like there's an eyeball that's been like that's like poking out of the batter or something like that. That would be fucking gross. But that so, also wouldn't make sense for the whole like I'm sorry it took so long to do it. Like no, exactly, I get why yeah. it took so long now. Yeah, because and that, they got turned into pancakes. That, that's what I'm saying is that the yeah. counterpoint to it is that like. Having it hidden, like, I don't like how you do it if to keep them alive. I'm not saying the pancake family has to be hidden. I'm just saying, in the past, I've preferred... Like, it's it's more of a surprise when there's something that seems innocent and normal, and then it has dark, yeah. like, background to it, you know? Gotcha. Okay. And yeah, the, the title itself just kind of partially ruined it for me. I mean, yeah, like, going into this, I was like... 
what am I about to read? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's called the Pancake Family. Is that like, are we going for like Texas Chainsaw Mass? Or no, not to, we're going for like a House of a Thousand Corpses with the Firefly family, like just a, a family of killers. Or are we going with like something more descriptive and we got the more descriptive part? Also, the title kind of gives it away. It does, yeah. They're, they're pancakes. Like, I get it. But <laughs> done. <laughs> they got turned pancake. They got turned to living pancakes. Like something like a family stack. Some, there's something. Oh. you know, there's there's something else they can use that doesn't immediately give it away. Like there's going to be something pancake related, whether they're killed and turned into actual pancakes or what we got with the living pancakes. Something of a stack of pancakes is say, going to happen. They could be called the stack family, and then like the family's called the stacks. Yes, and then. They That's were, way more so. Then they were made into pancakes and stacked. I was like, oh. Yes, I would actually like, have liked that a lot more. The killer has a sense of irony. That's the worst. The character has a personality to a point where like, he has a sense of humor, a morbid sense of humor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would, like, I, like, I personally the, like the that next kind of, one. The next one's like the family called, like, the Smiths, and he, like, blacksmiths them into, like, an anvil. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, uh, this is going to make me sound like a psychopath, but, like, I personally like killers that have a sense of humor that like have that kill that like that pick that pick people for pick victims because of their naming convention kind of thing hmm. um i actually have a story where eventually get it on for plot growers um we just spoil it now i'm not really um <laughs> but like there's they, they the reason that their victims are picked as a theme like mm-hmm. or like there's a theme to their uh, their de- their killings and it's like the same sim- similar kind of thing yeah but yeah this thing it's like yeah the pancake family as a title, it, it gets you interested. Like, what's this? About? Like, this is gonna be this is gonna be really gross or weird, but it kind of spoils the main theme or like mm. the main like revelation. The because end. of the title, I went in with really low expectations, yeah. and all the build up to it, it was raising it. And then it, it, it didn't it didn't drop it to kill like yeah. kill it. It's not a Spyro exe situation <laughs> yeah. where it's just ruined. It's not bad. It's just it could be a lot better. Yes. Like, for example, well, the reveal of them have them be alive and everything fine. But I personally would like something there to show that this was very recently set up. Because when I yeah. first read that, I thought they were sitting there stacked for years. But no, yeah. they, they Like, recently... have, for example, put, um... Ah, uh, what could you do? Like, put freaking candles stuck in the top of it. And fresh That candles. are fresh, yeah. freshly yeah. lit. Like, 20 of them, because it's a 20th uh, year oh, situation. yeah, exactly, yeah. Because Panky, um, like... Like, people do that for, like, birthdays sometimes. They just have, like, a birthday pancake or, like, that yeah. pile. Yeah. And, like, have it set up like it's a, yeah. a celebration. Or have, like, like candles, really... have candles escorting you down the down the uh, the tunnel to the basement area. Yes. Like, and then you get to that. Like, yeah, like, that, that would be really fucking, like... To it... show that someone recently set this up for you. Because yeah. that's exactly what happened. But... Yeah, well, Miss Bammer did all this, like, assumedly did all this for him. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's actually really good. I really like that idea. So yeah. good premise, but not flaw- not, not a flawless execution in my opinion. Yeah. And I mean not not like poorly executed. Like no, some not stories have done, but like not like perfectly. No, didn't didn't quite sink the landing. Yeah, yeah. So in its current form, um, if you see things with a, if you unfortunately see things on a comical side first. Before maybe not horrible yeah. side, then it might get ruined for you. So yeah. I can't recommend it. But it, as the cult has said, if you like body horror and you focus on that first, you'll enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. But personally, I, I for someone like me, I can't recommend it because you're not going to get a, a scare out of it. But the idea behind it is good. Yeah, 
And um, with a slight twist to the execution, it would be a recommendation. All right. Fair enough. I think this has been like the most civil episode we've had. Where we... Fuck you! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> there we go. We're back to four. Uh, All right. I feel better now. All right. I'm just holding that in. Uh, clearly. Um, <laughs> just keeping it compressed inside me. Like a pancake. Exactly. Of anger. <laughs> Alright, so if you liked what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also leave us uh, emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like to discuss on the show. Uh, if you'd like to help, uh, or if you'd like to um, uh, get a hold of us on Twitter, we're on uh, we're on there at uh, Mikey is at the East Stands for Evil. Uh, Gamer Niel is at the Gamer Niel without the W because they took his last character. Because my um, name is one letter too long. Yes. Uh, and you can also get a hold of me uh, at Review Cultist. Um, uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon. Look at Baldente Rigamortis at Patreon. And select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, extra content, early access, um, access to our Discord channel because we're starting, we're trying that out. Um, yeah, just let us know. Like, just uh, like give us a hand if you want. Um, we don't bite much. <laughs> Maybe not. <I> don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, and and to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and as always, we very much appreciate that. And to the listeners and the authors of these stories and the show, thank you immensely. Because without you guys, we wouldn't really have much of a show either. Without your listenership or with your without your stories, that you without your writership. Yes. I coined that Authorship. last time, I believe. Authorship is actually more accurate because it's also a word. <laughs> is it? Is Maybe. it actually? I think authorship is actually a word. It is now. Fuck yeah. it. Um, also, uh, we have a Redbubble account now, so you can actually get a hold of our... You can actually uh, get merch, uh, at least of our Al Dente logos, and uh, I'm planning on adding a few more logos uh, or like character pro- like images and stuff that you can have on a shirt, clock, towel... <laughs> Uh, prints of it. You have uh, a mug. Um, back I'm actually curtain. Thinking, yeah, back <laughs> curtain, scarf. I'll, I'll show you guys after because I just recently put it on there. But yeah, go to Redbubble and um, check out the El Dente Rigamortis uh, merchandise. I should make stickers. The... There's stickers, man. Could I design the scarf to be like a, a Gamer in Yellow Sindana? Oh my god! <laughs> like for more, you should. Like I'll, I'll, I'll find the. Hey, we'll talk about it. All right. So anyway, again, once again. Thank you guys for listening, for writing these stories. I don't feel like we say that enough because that's what this podcast is based on. So, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. You just stand for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. This has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. For tonight, we dine on pancakes! Yeah! I mean, they're <laughs> usually breakfast in the morning.
What's up, Mikey? Oh, I'm seeing mist. There's a fire happening. In the no, it's because it's, it's sunlight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, and, the, and our neighbor's uh, like roof. Yeah, we see it on oh, the. Oh, that's side literally too. just coming off the roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. sick. Look at look at look. You can look at it on the roof side of the house too. What? And if, and if, and if you went if you went across, if you went over to the other like the other side of the house, you see our neighbor does that too. And I'm sure ours is doing it even. That's neat. <laughs> that's nature right there. That's pretty. It's no kind of. <laughs> it is. It's 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 nature, it's nature interacting with not nature. No, it's it's the nature of like how evaporation works. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. It is pretty neat. All right. Anyway, 